I carried so much guilt and shame that I experienced um, growing up for 12 years of my life, um, sexual abuse, which meant I was very, very broken and damaged. Christine came talking about her life before she knew Jesus. There was a void, this chasm in my heart. So I tried to fill it with everything and nothing satisfied. And that's when I think despair sets in. You just want to numb that pain and you'll do whatever you need to do to try to numb that pain. I can see the tear on your face. You feel defeated. Wonder what I am living for. Christine Kane is an evangelist, author, speaker, and activist. Yes, she does it all. And now she will add to that list a guest on this episode of GPS, God, People, Stories. I'm Jim Kirkland. And I'm Phil Fleischman. On this episode, you'll hear how Christine came to faith in Jesus Christ and how that faith has sustained her through some very dark times. And later on, a word from Billy Graham about the sustaining power of Jesus. In him and him alone can we find the strength, the stability, and the certainty for tomorrow. Christ alone can bring truth to the mind, cleansing to the heart, and power to the will. If you'd like that truth, cleansing, and power, visit findpeacewithgod.net. You can learn more about how you can begin a relationship with Jesus there. Again, it's findpeacewithgod.net. GPS. God. People. Stories. I was born in Sydney, Australia, the daughter of Greek immigrants. So that was an interesting journey, pre-multicultural Australia, very marginalized because of my ethnicity in a culture that really didn't majorly esteem women. Christine's family was religious, Greek Orthodox to be exact, but Christine says she never really had a personal faith. Church was something we did on Sunday, but it, God never entered my Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday or Friday. As Christine mentioned, she was marginalized growing up for her gender and ethnicity. And that wasn't the only trauma she experienced during her childhood. That's right. Her father died of cancer when she was 19. And Christine was sexually abused as a child for more than a decade. Now, she doesn't talk about the abuse specifically, but she does talk about the pain that it caused her. I tried to deal with that pain like so many people. I developed so many patterns of destructive behavior. I cycled in and out of destructive relationships. I was confused about my gender identity. I tried to get my value and my significance and my security from, you know, achievements and performance in sport and academics, but nothing ever satisfied me. I I just remember the dull ache and the brokenness and always feeling like there's something wrong with me. Um, I'm not good enough. And a shame. I never knew a day without shame. I never knew a day without brokenness. Because of her religious background, Christine did have some awareness of God, but she thought she was too messed up for God to ever love her. The challenge with abuse is when it starts happening to you, you believe what's happening is wrong. But when it continues to happen over a decade, you start to think there's something wrong with you. That's why it's happening. And so I certainly grew up thinking there's something wrong with me. There's something wrong with me. I am broken. It wasn't until Christine surrendered her life to Jesus at age 21 that she realized she was not too broken for God to fix. 
And a friend invited me to church in Sydney, Australia, that now you all know as the Hillsong Church. And um, I walked into church at six o'clock on a Sunday night. I can tell you it was the 29th of January, 1989. And I remember when the gospel was presented, there was this sense that the lights came on, that Jesus actually cared about me, that Jesus could forgive all of the mess and brokenness of my past and give me a brand new life today. When everything is broken, there's a door wide open. You'll find me running through. More than just emotion, my broken heart is chosen. Jesus, I'm running to you. I'm running to you. Now, Christine's pain and brokenness did not go away immediately. But her surrender to Christ that night was the start of true healing. I discovered the Word of God. I fell in love with the Word of God. You know, Jesus saved my soul and His Word renewed my mind. And I began to understand that there was healing and there was redemption and that I did not just need to limp my way into heaven, but that I could soar and fulfill my purpose and destiny and have an abundantly fruitful life here on earth as well. So that's really how the journey was for me. For Christine's family, though, the fact that she had decided to follow Jesus was really strange to them. I remember my family, when I first got saved, were like, Christine, you're being brainwashed. And I'm thinking, my brain needs a lot of washing. It really does, because it was such a mess. And in fact, cleaning out messes was kind of how Christine first got involved in ministry and evangelism. I started serving in the youth ministry because that's where a need was needed and, you know, driving kids to youth group, putting out chairs, sweeping the floors, you know, beginning to just fill a need wherever there was one. I went from uh, serving in the youth ministry to over time running our community-based youth center. I didn't know then that God was really preparing me for evangelistic ministry. Uh, That's where I started to go to high schools and do seminars on abuse and anti-bullying and, uh, you know, seven years of doing that. Um, My pastor put me over our state youth movement, and that was then evangelistic rally. So I went from speaking to teenagers in high schools to running large-scale, you know, youth events with 15,000 young people in arenas in Australia um, and and really proclaiming uh, the story of what Jesus had done in my life and that Jesus could save people today. And today, Christine Kane continues to proclaim the good news of Jesus through her books, a daily TV show, international speaking engagements, and her work as an activist. In 2008, Christine and her husband Nick founded a nonprofit called the A21 Campaign that works to end slavery and human trafficking. Several years later, she started a ministry called Propel Women. And I long to see revival sweep the earth. I long to see people come to faith in Jesus Christ. I know what he did for me. He can do for everyone. And when I think of the pain of the abuse of my past, I can see the redemption in the story of my present and my future as we started the A21 campaign and what the enemy meant for evil. God has worked it together for good. When I look at the work we're doing amongst women with Propel Women, you know, God's taken so much of the pain of the abandonment, the rejection the insecurity, the shame, and the guilt that I felt because of my past. And I'm helping to uh, bring life and hope and purpose to women um, across the globe. That's how you change the world.
One of Christine's recent projects is a book called Unexpected. In it, she shares how God has given her hope and peace during some of the most difficult times in her life, and many times, totally unexpectedly. Yeah, for example, when Christine was 33, she found out that both she and her brother were adopted. I raced over to my mother's house. I walked in the door just at the moment that my brother was giving my mother this piece of paper from the government, and um, my mother took it and just began to weep and said, George, I'm so sorry. All of the adoption laws in Australia 35 years ago, they were closed adoptions, and we never thought you would find out. And um, one of the final things I promised your father before he died was that I would never tell you. So in that moment, I turned around. I don't even know why I said it. So I just went, I've been adopted too. And and here I was at 33 years old, my mother with tears streaming down her face says, uh, yes. And I was utterly stunned to find out that you're not who you thought you were. And then there was the time this happened. I was at a conference and when I landed in Australia, my doctor called to uh, tell me, you know, the three words no one wants to hear, you have cancer. Um, Christine, your biopsy has come back and you have cancer. There was a cancer between my larynx and trachea. And when you are a speaker, you know, that's not the news you want to hear. And I think when we all hear the C word, fear can really, really set in. In spite of the fear that came with cancer and in spite of the shock that came from learning she was adopted, Christine has held firmly to this truth. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever, and he changes not. And in the midst of unexpected chaos and crisis, we can expect that our God is still good, that our God does good, that our God will work all things together for our good and for his glory. And I want to stir up faith in people and say, you know what? Life doesn't often go how we think it should. But if we can learn to navigate the unexpected occurrences in life, then we can still expect great things from an awesome God. We really can expect great things from Jesus because he is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Do you believe that? That God has a plan and a purpose for your life even when the unexpected happens? Maybe your past has left you feeling broken like Christine. Well, Jesus is waiting for you to surrender your heart to him. He can heal you and give you a fresh start. Learn more at findpeacewithgod.net. That's findpeacewithgod.net. And in just a minute here, Christine rejoins us to give an update on her cancer diagnosis. You're listening to GPS, God, People, Stories, a podcast production of the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association. In the midst of a changing world stands the unchanging and unchangeable Christ. He is the same, the Bible says, yesterday, today, and forever. Billy Graham. In him and him alone can we find the strength, the stability, and the certainty for tomorrow. 
Christ alone can bring truth to the mind, cleansing to the heart, and power to the will. Christ was appointed by God to stand in the stead of his people. Christ died as the representative of guilty men. It is in his death that we find the healing of the nations. In this day of relativism, cynicism, and agnosticism, what a faith we have to believe and to proclaim. We believe and we proclaim that Jesus died for our sins according to the scriptures and that he rose again according to the scriptures. This is the only way that any man can ever be saved. You can receive Christ as your savior today. Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. That message from Billy Graham in 1964 is still true today, and Billy's son Franklin is getting ready to share that same message of hope on the Decision America California Tour. It starts May 20th, and it goes through June 5th. You can learn more at DecisionCalifornia.com. Also, Franklin's son Will is going to be preaching in our guest, Christine Kane's home country of Australia, May 18 through the 20th. Please be in prayer for Will and for Franklin as they share the gospel, and be in prayer for those who will be attending these events in both California and Australia, that they make a decision to follow Jesus. And as you just mentioned, Jim, Australia is where our guest on this episode of GPS, Christine Kane, is from. Earlier, Christine mentioned getting a cancer diagnosis a few years ago. So we asked her how she is doing now. They took the lump out of my uh, left side of my throat and it turned out not to be cancerous, which was the very good news. And the cancer was isolated to my thyroid, which, um, you know, I'm very grateful in this case uh, was curable through surgery. And thus far, I think it's been two and a half years uh, since the surgery that I'm totally cancer free. We certainly praise the Lord for that and are so grateful that uh, Christine Kane was able to take time out of her busy schedule to share her story with us. And thank you, too, for listening. I'm Jim Kirkland. And I'm Phil Fleischman. GPS, God, People, Stories. It's an outreach of the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association. Always good news. Come on.